So hey, welcome back to Whiskey Friends. We've got the ref on the sidelines. I'm we watching. The nurse. The safe distance. The nurse. Yeah. From a safe distance. The nurse. Digger. Doc. I'm Ken. And we've got a little uh, Buffalo Trace kosher. So we did whiskey. It's got like a candy flavor. I though. was gonna say it comes out candy pretty quick. It sure though. does. Wow, that's not what I'm used to for a week. Are you, are you sure, Doc? You don't want to have a, a, mm. a snort of this here? Uh, Doc's over there, but no, the ref's gonna be right here. <laughs> what do you think? Wow, that's really sweet. Is it all? It's all wheat. No rye. Hmm. Oh yeah. You, you're you're welcome to your own if you like. It's really good. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what, Tom? The nurse has laryngitis tonight. <laughs> Just for right now? Just, Just for right now. Laryngitis is always short-lived with her. I got the laryngitis. <laughs> you can talk. <laughs> Darn laryngitis. <laughs> You'll be all right. This one's good. You're welcome. It is. It is good. Not the dead mouse. Not, not, not the dead mouse, not the dead mouse one. No. If it, if it wasn't an Iowa historical artifact, I'd be liable to throw it out in the trash about right now. <laughs> Maybe you can just go just go bury it in the yard. And in a hundred years, when somebody digs it up, they'll really think it's an artifact. Because the time gap, like your elephant. Yeah. Yeah, I like the elephant. 1976. Well, what do we think? I think it definitely tastes like Buffalo Trace. Yeah. This one has a little more candy on it. So it's like a yeah, bourbon ball from almost, Buffalo Trace. It Maybe. almost like starts sweet, finishes sweet, smells yeah. sweet. Yeah. That, that wheat really. Have you got your Buffalo Trace? Taste buds back. Yeah, I'm, I'm, when we opened this about three weeks ago, I was on the fence. Yeah, but you made it back to. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fanboy, but you know, yeah. we did all right through. We we tested the, the Blantons. Well, that was that two weeks ago. Well, they were there for a while. You couldn't really stomach it hardly. No, it turned my stomach. Yeah. And I didn't have COVID or anything like that. It was what I had, high fever, like 103 or something like that. And had that for a couple of days and I went to go have a sip of something Buffalo Trace and whoo, <laughs> it just, and then it was just bad after that. Good Thank God for Elijah Craig and that Oki, so. Oki Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think, Doc? I think it's pretty, it, pretty sweet. Certified kosher. I don't know that I would, I would go to that for a daily pour, but it's, 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 it's a dessert whiskey. Yeah. I, yeah. I, the people that are hunting that, I mean, it's just crazy on the secondary for that. So I paid, I paid the fifty dollars, and I've seen them on the secondary for four fifty. It's probably the same people that like their caramel whiskey. And Might be that I've done that. Balls, some peanut Scre butter. Yeah, a little bit of peanut butter whiskey, <laughs> pickle whiskey. But now, by the second and third little sip, you start to. Get a little more of the complexity of it, a little bit, a little more pepper. It's been blessed. Hey, I feel blessed to have tried it. Mm -hmm. You guys stopped by Buffalo Trace, didn't you? We were there. We got to meet Freddie uh, in outside. Well, 
we almost didn't get to meet Freddie because somebody wouldn't turn around when we walked right by him. But yeah, Freddie from the uh, the neat uh, documentary. Yeah. Um, he talks about you know, generations of his family working for Buffalo Trace and got to do a, a tasting of um, Weller Special Reserve, some Eagle Rare, um, just a straight up Buffalo Trace, and then also Freddie's root beer and the uh, bourbon, bourbon cream. cream. <laughs> bourbon cream, and they had a bourbon ball there for us to, to sample. Mm -hmm. um, they've changed a few things since we were there back in January of 21, just with the layout of the gift shop and with the new tasting rooms and stuff upstairs. Yeah, you didn't get yelled at. Didn't get yelled at this time for taking my mask off outside 20 feet from anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I tell you, you gotta you gotta hand it to that Sazerac company though, and what they've done with Buffalo Trace and. You know, production-wise, they've got so many different brands that they represent, and uh, pretty much all of them across the country are, are extremely uh, desirable. And I say that from a just a consumer standpoint, maybe not from you know what they are. There's still what uh, you know, Eagle Rare is a 10-year age stated. There's a lot of their other stuff that's just kind of their thing. You know, Weller being the weeded uh, a weeded whiskey on, on a lot of levels, and so. But you really have to. From a distiller standpoint, you have to envy them a little bit for what they're doing and creating the desirability around their brands, and whether it's all by design or whether there is just a massive shortage of what they produce. So. Well, I was going to say their backstories kind of help them in their marketing, and you know, of course, everybody's got a story about how they invented bourbon, <laughs> and and but you know, kudos to them finding a niche, marketing it telling a story. Yeah. Their regular Buffalo Trace is the first um, barrel pick that I was ever exposed to from a barrel pick standpoint. You know, I, I've got quite a few uh, iterations of that. And those seem to be fewer and further between now because of the desirability across the country. But. Well, who would have ever thought that the normal Buffalo Trace that you just would go and pluck off the shelf would become scarce? Right. Yeah. And today, if you see one on the shelf, everybody's grabbing two or three at a time. and. Yeah, it's it's all gone. And I think there's some states out west that do a better job of just filling the supply. And maybe it's, again, if they're creating that desire and shortage is where the population is. I mean, it's, it's kind of by design a little bit. And then when you do see it, it does, well, the curiosity of, I, I need to try that or I need to have one of those um, triggers that in the market. And just because you think it's popular, probably it might taste better than it actually does. Yeah. Because you think that it's so psychological. Yeah. For sure. The, the fishing lure manufacturers figured that a long time ago. Probably caught more fishermen than fish on yeah. these new and improved yeah. things. They used to have tele, you know, telemarket commercials on TV, the, the banjo minnow and things yeah. like that that, that people would fish buy. popper. Remember you know, that fish popper. Fish and popper. And then the, the papil pocket fishermen and things like that. And so. You know, you kind of have to laugh at it a little bit, but yeah, if you go and there's a shelf full of stuff and you're a little bit bourbon curious and there's uh, 15 or 20 of one brand and maybe there's another brand with a limited supply with one bottle out there, maybe you tend to gravitate toward that. There probably is some psychology to, uh, to the way that they present that. Marketing is all psychology. It is. So. Well, I would say that wasn't too bad. I would call it a pretty standard Buffalo Trace yeah. weeded sort yeah. of. Of course, it's blessed, and so if you like a, a sweet blessed bourbon, yeah. and there you go. I mean, this is basically William Larue Weller mash bill, your weeded mash bill, been blessed and bottled in 94 proofs. Yep. All right. Could be worse. 
It wasn't bad. At least I can handle Buffalo Trace again. So, <laughs> welcome back to the fold. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm doomed. It's all downhill from here. So, all right, for whiskey friends, have a blessed day. <laughs>